Hey there, everybody. My name is Rob Watson, and today is episode two of, um, what are we going to call this? Talking to Coaches About Races with Mile to Marathon Radio, Mile to Marathon Podcast. We really have to tighten up this, uh, this branding. But anyways, long story short, last year, Justin Kent, who's the coach at Mile to Marathon Burnaby, laced him up and gave it a go at the Vancouver Sun Run, and he won the dang thing. So it was a pretty awesome day, pretty huge win for him. Justin's a Vancouver kid, and to win the Sun Run's pretty epic. So let's hear all about it from the man himself. Here's Justin Kent talking about his 2019 victory at the Sun Run. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you. You running much? I, I am. I'm trying to, yeah, because I was kind of hurt for a little while before this all kind of happened, and then, like, just beginning of March I was just kind of finding my groove again and then yeah obviously COVID's kind of put a dampener on all the races and so I'm just kind of we're kind of at like 80% of yeah. volume and just not doing anything on the track just fart licks and temp all effort based stuff and staying healthy might be actually a blessing disguise right, to dude. get a, a big chunk of training in healthy so it probably it, it reminds me of like um mid-summer training like yeah. free cross country, right? Yeah. Where you're just doing like mileage and effort and, te- and then you get really strong and then you come in and then when you flip to the next season, you're just good to go. Yeah. So yeah, we have a, uh, Rich has been planning it. We have the, the, the soul, soul run 10 K this weekend. I saw that. I saw yeah. that. Is that a, is that a play on like soul is like Spanish for sun and yes. then it's, it's uh, yes. also kind of like solo. Yes. Is that, is that, is, yes. that, is that what he was getting at there? Yeah. Marketing genius. Oh my gosh. That guy, <laughs> he missed his calling. Where's the loop? I saw Luke posted something about it. Uh, I didn't see the actual loop. I think it's in, in, uh, uh, just off the Fort to Fort trail on the roads though in Langley. Oh, in Langley. Yeah. He loves, yeah. uh, Rich loves those, those roads. Remember yeah. I've never They're worked out road. there, but yeah, they have really wide shoulders, which is awesome. Um, and they're usually pretty flat. I mean, it's flat-ish. Yeah. And uh, it's fairly quiet, but I imagine, I imagine in the summers, in the like this time of year, there's probably a shit ton of bikers out there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Probably. But whatever. You're you're yeah. you're you're uh, you don't take up too much space. No. Being a runner. <laughs> yeah. Um. So basically, like the whole the whole idea here is just like let's I just kind of connecting with the coaches and yeah. talking about like kind of big races that they've experienced in their career. Yeah. And I mean, I don't, I don't mean to put words in your mouth, but I, I figure like the sun run being the sun run champs, probably a pretty big, pretty big B in your bonnet. Um, totally. So, and since that race is supposed to be happening this weekend, mm-hmm. that's how we take a trip down memory lane. It's not so much as Dylan and I's last week. We went back like a decade. This yeah. Is, this is last year. So yeah, it's basically just want to talk about um, last year's Sun Run, how you got to there. Obviously, talk about a little bit of you in your running journey up to there. You know, you're a Vancouver, a lower mainland kid, so it's cool to you know win the Sun Run. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, so just kind of talk through the whole, the whole journey up to Sun Run 2019. How are you feeling about that? All right, let's do it. Okay. Let's, well, let's do, let's I actually in. I just got a notification on Facebook. I think from Deborah, Cato. Yep. I, so I guess it's like a year today was the sun run last year. Yeah. 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 Year today, last year was the sun run. So it was a little earlier, but, but yeah. Yes. It's yes. Cause last year, the sun, last year, the sun run was a week before uh, Boston. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah this yeah, year yeah. was going to be like the day before Boston. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. Now, you, now you can do a trip down memory lane. Yeah. So 
it's the sun. Yeah, the sun, growing up in Vancouver or in in uh, in Surrey, the Sunrun was always like it's just such a uh, a focal point of like every everyone that runs in Lower Mainland like knows the yep. Sunrun, um, and I always. Um, I mean, growing up and my dad ran track and um, ran competitively collegiately. And I knew a couple of the guys that had won previously. So I just thought it'd be always like such a cool, like so cool, like beyond even like my potential to win it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I never actually got the chance to run until last year. And that was kind of, we just decided last minute to kind of enter. And um, I'd been, I was just training for the, for to try and run a couple of fast five Ks and, uh, maybe a 10 K on, on the track and um, training him and going really well. And, and then rich and in, in March, uh, rich was like, Oh, maybe, maybe we should give the, the sun run this year uh, a stab. And uh, yeah, it went, it went really well. Um, <laughs> it went really yeah. well. So yeah. be- before we got to there, like, like yeah. you were saying, your dad obviously has oh, a yes. big background in, in track and field. So like, what are your earliest memories of sun run? Like, did you, like you last year was the first year running it, but did you ever go and, observe watch like what like it's weird because being from here mm-hmm. like it's probably just part of vancouver culture it's probably yeah. just something that just is there and it's always been there so it's not like there's not maybe exact like hey this is happening it's more like you know it's like growing up it was always just part of yeah i mean spring in vancouver yeah i mean i think i would have i i i would have watched went down and watched my dad one one year when i was a lot when i was really young um but i never i never got the chance to participate in it i guess i was just always involved in other sports at the time um and then um i worked well i i i mean i know uh paul williams um uh, quite well and then and phil ellis also uh won it back in the day so that was my kind of my my closest connection to anyone but i mean it was just my mom had been doing it for I want to say like 10 or 15 years um, while I was growing up. So it was always some, like, it was always in our household. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so then you obviously you're, you're a kid uh, and you went to, you went to UBC. I did. Yes. You went through your, your athletic career. You were a steeplechaser. Much like yourself. Would you ever go back to the steeplechase? I actually considered that. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yes. I probably, I, I don't know. I've never, I never had the, like the love for it it was just something that like I wasn't maybe as strong to compete at the time in like the 5k or the 1500 so I was in the steeple because I kind of had I had long legs and I could hurl them but um I never was diligent enough to do the the hurdle drills and all the, mm. the like I didn't hone my craft like you pro- like you should have um so that yeah I don't know that the other part of the never really yeah, I never really got into that part of the sport. Yeah, you know what? I, I find the steeplechase is it, it's a sport where it's like people who love the steeplechase and there's people who score points in the steeplechase. Yeah, it's just like yes. I'm like they're a good enough runner where like if they want to travel or they want to score points at conference or like throw, go in the steeplechase, you'll get some points. Yeah. And then there's also like a demographic where it's like guys who are like pretty good but not quite on the brink, and then they'll try to do the steeplechase like. Yeah, and like, like, like I, I was Luke. like, I like to make fun of Luke for his his failed steeplechase because yeah, sometimes people take for granted the the event, but then there's people like Taylor Mill who are just like, yeah, I'll do a steeplechase, and then he all of a sudden becomes an Olympian. Well, he yeah. didn't all of a sudden become an Olympian, but he got yeah. good at it. 
but yeah so yeah the steeplechase you know like I, I loved it like I absolutely loved it and I I liked doing hurdle deals and stuff like that even though I never was a good hurdler yeah even after hours and hours and hours and hours of drills I'd come there and I'd just suck but yeah anyways. so yeah. you're a you're a, you're a steepler and then so now like now what would you consider yourself like if you're if people are like what is your what is your what is your main event what would you tell them I'm still, I know it's tough. I'm still trying to find 8K, it. 8K on the road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the Victoria good life fitness, uh, 8K is my, yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think I'm still trying to, that's what I've been trying to chat with Rich about. And maybe this is like kind of a indication. Um, I've always felt so good on the roads. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like just, I felt my stride just, I don't know, just, it's nice and responsive. I just feel yeah. really good and confident. And so maybe the sun run was a, a hint of like, maybe I should go further into the half or, um, or explore maybe the marathon down the road. But yeah, right now, I think I was trying to focus on the 10 K for this summer, but with kind of no races, it's kind of up in the air. So maybe we'll, we'll experiment with a few things um, and see how my body responds. But yeah, I've kind of gone through like, when so, I was at UBC, I was like steeplechase, fifteen hundred, mm-hmm. and partially the steeplechase because Merrick thought the coach at the time thought Luke's in the fi- in the fifteen, like let's maximize my point. So I went in the steeple and did well in that. Um, and then what Rich is kind of slowly uh, eight forty eight. That's pretty good. And I stepped on all the hurdles. <laughs> That's pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> room room for improvement. Yeah. So what you're like six? How tall are you? six three why are you stepping on hurdles I, it was can, it was just you can a, literally step over the hurdle i know i know it well what it was just like a, a little plop like i basically <laughs> could have jumped it but i just i don't know well there was a there was a really good ethiopian steeplechaser when i was competing named roba gary and he stepped on every single barrier so hey maybe there, maybe there's something to it but my thing i'm six three also i was like as long as i just get my leg up high enough i'm gonna yeah. make it over the hurdle because yeah. like my i could i could straddle the hurdle type thing but anyway so yeah clearly you're not you're not made it to be a no basic. i don't i don't think so if if there was like if if you had the opportunity to go and smash one event be like it would be so cool to like you know run the a standard in any one event right now which event mm-hmm. would you choose just bam just quick fire what do you got i mean i think the marathon would be really cool ah there, yeah. <laughs> there you go i yeah. know yeah yeah i don't know um i just think there's just such a like that's why the sun run is so cool like regardless of the event it was it's just such a uh there's such a lore around it mm-hmm. and then the marathon's the same thing i think it just resonates with like it's just yeah it's just such a cool yeah event. yeah i feel like there's just a lot of it's it's kind of like yeah you build up towards steeplechase mm-hmm. but like i also think i also love the 5k and the 10k and every event has its merit and sometimes like certain like when El Garouche was running the mile was the place to be and mm-hmm. it's also like because Kipchoge is killing it right now so it's fun to watch the yeah the marathon and, and like you know the American like Des Linden and stuff like those um so yeah so after university you continue yeah. on with your training uh you, did you initially straight away join BSEP? I did yes okay yeah I was you were always there. coastal track club growing up right because that's yes. your dad's club yes yeah um and I'm still yeah i'm still connected yeah, yeah. kind of yeah as a an ambassador of sorts i guess um he's doing a, like he's got like 80, 80 plus kids out 
um, nice. Good on every like Tuesday, Thursday. Well, not right now, obviously, but um, yeah, it's really cool to see that. But uh, yeah, I joined BCEP right after EBC. Um, I think I, I remember my first, I even remember doing a couple workouts with you um, and Dylan and, and I think Luke at the time, like those progression runs at Stanley park. Mm, yeah, I was just, yeah. I was just getting like dropped, <laughs> dropped. Like it was like the doing like a, a 12 or 13, I guess would have been like a 13 mile progression run. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, there would have been some, there would have been some big ones in there. And cause it, was, yeah. it would be on the 6k loop, right? Yeah. And yeah. every loop you get that really long uphill. Yeah. Yeah. The loop I really like is I loved Mundy Park. I yeah. wish I wish there was Strava back when I was training with 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 Rich that one year because I crushed some Mundy Park. Oh, I bet. I loved that shit. It was, yeah. it was so much fun. Yeah, you get into a good flow. Like you're, it's such a yeah. It's a like this. The uphills are just steep enough, but then you have a little downhill to kind mm-hmm. of recover on. It's yeah. It's it's really nice. There's great paths back there in Mundy Park for sure. Yeah. So yeah, you would have developed up through then and that, yeah. Cause I remember like, I was, you know, you were a shorter distance guy. Yeah. I was um, like 1500. At, yeah. We kind of focused right on the 1500 that year and kind of dipped our toes in the 5k perhaps. Um, yeah. But I, yeah, I ran 341 with Rich that year. And, you but yeah. You ran 341. Mm-hmm. That's really fast. 341. Oh, that's like a, that's a sub four minute mile equivalent. I know. I, I know. I Dude. never got the chance though. You never ran a proper mile, eh? No. Yeah. Ah. In that, in that same race, Mo, uh, Mo Ahmed was in that same race too. Where was that? Uh, Portland track festival. Oh, okay. Did you ever yeah. do the European circuit? Uh, not that year. No, but, okay. uh, um, I'd love, yeah, I know. Well, it's a little maybe past that, but, um yeah it was uh i remember mo and another really tall guy in all the same race and we're all like six three and we're all <laughs> fighting this last 300 meters and it just looked like arms and limbs <laughs> you're all quite lanky too yeah yeah it was probably like you guys probably yeah it's like a, it was like average bmi of like 18 <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and then um and then i was kind of it took me a little while i think i, I went through a couple of years of injuries like on and off. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and then, yeah, we kind of found a good groove in the 5k and, um, yeah. So as you're injured, this is something that's, I think pretty, um, you know, every, every runner at some point is going to have an injury. So when you were injured, what was your kind of rehab slash cross training protocol? Um, and what injuries did you have and how did you work through them? This, uh, well, this most, re- this last uh, fall, I had a, a stress reaction in my, uh, f- my right femur. Um, and that was really frustrating because it was, I, it was undiagnosed for a while. And mm-hmm. I, I was just, it was, people were telling me that it was like a, a soft tissue issue. And, um, but for that, at least for cross training, I was in the pool, like try to get in the pool at least once a day. Um, especially in the morning, just, I felt like if I got in the pool, if, if the earlier I went in the pool, the easier it was to endure the pool. Um, I don't know, for some reason, me trying to get in the pool in the afternoon is like, it's so hard. You'd have to drag me there. <laughs> Just weighing on your head yeah. all day, oh, all totally. day, all yeah. day. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so I'd be in the pool, pool running, um, and, and trying to always do some sort of workout. Yeah, just 
like as opposed to like going for an hour just mm-hmm. doing like like basically making up a fart lick um in the pool um, you have to as, or you, I, you dive boredom yeah yeah and then uh and then i got a bike uh trainer and then i was just like spitting on the bike um but like no resistance just just yeah. like spinning um and uh and i was trying to do that in the afternoons uh, to complement the pool but um that was that was the extent of it I, I was never a big not a big fan of the elliptical i never have i just feel i feel like my limbs i don't know about you but maybe there's someone else there or maybe i'm not doing elliptical right but i always feel so awkward doing it and it, it's, it's a very short little cadence yeah, right yeah you, like i like the movement is somewhat because you're standing up and it's but yeah it's a very short little stride and it feels it feels very yeah. choppy yeah. i was always whenever i got hurt i would go to the bike i would just spin bike i I, like I pool run like four times in my life. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not doing this. This is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Rich, some people, I, some people love it. Yeah. I, I do. Yeah. I think Tash pool love, runs, like, I think Tash pool runs just for fun. <laughs> Maybe she's just crazy. Who knows? <laughs> but yeah. Like, uh, so did you just go to like the aquatic center for that and just jump in the diving well? Um, I actually, I live like, thank goodness. I live like maybe 600 meters away from Eileen Daly. It's a little okay. uh, community center pool so um which at like seven in the morning is probably the height of the the attendance at the pool like all the 60 plus year olds are are in there so i made a couple good friends but so at least i wasn't yeah yeah, i wasn't lonely but yeah that dive tank can be pretty um pretty boring though at, at the aquatic center yeah it's not a bad place do you use a belt or do you go no belt uh the i used to not use a belt but i went back to it because i um i just yeah i felt my like focusing on my form more so and just going ham than yeah than flailing in the pool but having a higher heart rate i don't know i'm not sure where it's a it's it's the balance right yeah because without the belt sometimes you feel like you're just treading water yes not to sink (laughs) yes yeah 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 so this um so heading into the sun run last year, did you like, what was it? What, what did your training look like heading into that? Did you have a clear, clear path into it? You kind of alluded to it earlier on, but let's get more specific on, you know, yeah. what the six months leading up to the sun run looked like. Yeah, I had, um, I had a pretty good, uh, like fall based. Um, I was pretty healthy. Like that was maybe the first, first time in a while that I was healthy all, all through cross or all through the cross season or fall base built um um and then so i i kind of carried that through um i didn't i didn't have my greatest showing at canadian cross um and then uh but i felt like i was pretty fit and then kind of didn't do didn't focus on any indoors that year which i think in the past might have helped because i it's that transition period from that from cross or from doing the more aerobic stuff onto the track that's always kind of got me um Mm -hmm. and and i think we stayed away kept it smart and stayed away from really doing heavy stuff on the track right away. Um, and then I made, uh, I, I don't know how it, it all happened, but I made the, that world, the world cross country relay team. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cause I ran, uh, actually I, I ran one 5k indoors. I don't know how the selection criteria went, but that was, that was a really cool experience. Um, and so we kind of geared training more back into cross, I guess in, uh, for that race in fall. And that just, maybe redeveloped um or or again took the focus off the track and just more aerobic just like getting really strong really fit 
Um, and then I kind of rolled, I felt like I had a lot of confidence just co- coming through the fall um, and winter healthy and, um, and, and carrying that through, carrying through that into, into the sun run. But it's interesting because you, I was probably doing like, uh, uh, like all through March, I was probably like, Rich kept it pretty, pretty simple, stupid, like uh, progression run Thursday, long run Sunday. Um, uh, and then I'd be doing like 300 meter repeats. Uh, that was like a huge, I went from like hills to 300 meter repeats. So hitting like faster than my mile pace um, for like, you know, 12 to 15 of them. Um, and I felt like that helped a lot just with everything else. Cause by the time we got to the sun run, like the first K downhill felt like we were uh, jogging or felt like I was yeah. jogging. So, yeah. um, but um, yeah, it's uh, like, I think my mileage wise was nothing too, too crazy. Um, kind of like a 80, 85 range. Um, but uh, yeah, I think the big, big thing was just staying healthy and just being consistent day in, day out yep. uh, for the, for the whole fall uh, and winter that I hadn't had in a little while. So. Yeah, so let's talk about a little bit about that uh, World Cross experience because that yeah. was that was the first time did this relay, right? So yeah. they have the World Cross Country Championships. It was in Denmark last year, and so they had obviously they have the the, the female race, they have the men's race, and they have this relay. So what like yeah. what was the structure of it? It was it was it six members per team? Uh, it was um, no, it was uh, it was four, two men and two women, okay, and two women, uh, two and, women. and um and a Yes. I can't remember that now. Yeah. Two men, two women. Um, and there was no, it was 2k, uh, like the 2k loop. Mm-hmm. Uh, we each had to do that once and there was no structure on if it had to go man, woman, or who started, it I was just that. like your own strategy and the exchange zone, the way the exchange zone worked, um, the, the middle two legs ended up, uh, being longer. Okay. Like 150 meters or so. So, we kind of thought like, Oh, let's put the, we'll put myself, the two guys in the middle and have the girls start um, on and finish on either end. But I guess every other country went, um, Oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm mixing that up. We had the two girls in the middle and the two guys starting on either end. Okay. Regardless, I was, it was, um, it was basically the, such a buildup to like running against um, like, some of the like fastest milers in the world doing a cross country course on like the most brutal course. (laughs) And then, and then I got the baton and I was anchoring and I couldn't see anyone. I was like (laughs) in no man's land and I had no idea on this course if I was going like three minute K's or if I was like below, like I was going way too hard. It was this the most bizarre, but it was really cool. I I don't know. I, it was a really cool experience. Nice. So it's just a 2k loop. 2k loop 2k loop all out one one times 2k all out yeah i don't by even, yourself i don't even know my i don't even know my time but with like like with people on both sides of yeah. the course the whole time yeah, but i yeah. but i had literally had no idea how far ahead the girl so there's a girl ahead of me from spain mm-hmm. that i was like i think I, I remember someone yelled at me that i had like 30 seconds or so to to catch her yeah and we would have been fifth i think or fourth I'm not sure. It was a, it was a, did you catch her? I, I, I could see her. If I had maybe like hundred, hundred, two hundred 200 more meters, I, I think I could have got her, but yeah. she's probably an EPO. Don't worry. <laughs> Look, they'll pop her eventually. It's all good. Uh, right. And how was the after party? 
Oh, it was World, World Cross is like renowned for their after parties. Yeah, it was. Uh, well, the whole the whole meet was sponsored by a, a brewery. Nice. Um, Mikael Mika, Mikaela I'm not sure. Um, but so it was like uh, open bar. Nice. Um, yeah, it was awesome. I met Seb Co, which some people might not be a big, big fan of him, but I'm a big fan of Seb Co as an yeah. athlete. Yeah, not so yes, much as, as a, an not, athlete. Not yes. so much as a what he does yeah. now but yeah, yeah as an athlete that guy was freaking awesome amazing yeah it was uh it was it was really sweet nice all right so obviously so you had a you had a good fall you had a good uh early spring and mm-hmm. then that leads us to the sun run like you said you and rich decided that your training was going well you were strong you'd give sun run a shot yeah all right yeah. so leading into the sun run what were some key workouts you would have done to be like I, i'm gonna I'm, I'm ready to give this this a go Oh my. Um, like you talked about your base with doing yeah. the hundreds and the progressions. Was there anything in particular where you're like, I'm in pretty darn good shape right now. I'm gonna... Sheesh. I might have to look back at my log real quick here, but I, there, there's probably a couple where like, I just felt like I was cruising along and I was like the pace when the paces just come really, yeah. really naturally to you. Um, and you're not forcing it all. And I, I kind of knew, but um I'm sure you know you know Rich is a man of of uh of few words and um if he tells you like I've had maybe a couple times where Rich has told me like oh you're you're ready to go um and he after one workout told me he was like Justin don't tell anyone this because they'll think you're crazy but you're gonna win the sun run and and I guess just him telling me that made me even I maybe wasn't even thinking it. It wasn't even on my horizon before. I knew I could do pretty well, but him telling me that I was like, Oh, this must mean I'm like pretty, pretty fit if it's coming from him. Um, And uh, so that, but yeah, I mean, nothing really too, too crazy. Like um, just looking at it, I think, um, I think I was just riding a lot of confidence. Um, Consistent, consistent quality. eh? Yeah. Like, um, I'm just do, you have, do you have a favorite workout if you're you know getting ready for say a 5k 10k do you have a workout that like you just really enjoy going out there and crushing or do you have a workout you despise like i hate eight, something about 800s i just hate 800s i think it's a weird ass distance yeah i i usually i'm i love anything that taps into both your aerobic and like taps into kind of both systems like you're you're doing a tempo or doing some longer intervals and then you're like taking a little bit of break and then doing some some speedier yeah. stuff i just yeah. feel so well-rounded and I think that's partially like a lot of the training leading up to this was sort of like that like I'm just even looking like my two days before I two days before the sun run I had three by four by 300 so it's that that's 12 300s I did a couple days before sharpening up sharpening up um and then the Tuesday of that same week I I did um mile four by four mile four by four mile okay and yeah. uh, I think that was the workout after that Rich was like, yeah, you're ready, ready to roll. Um, Do you know what you hit those miles hit, in? Can you share what you hit those miles in? I, I went uh, 427, 423, 422. Okay, that's pretty quick. With uh, 62s um, nice. on the 4s. On the nice. so but, um, yeah. Because yeah. that's 245Ks. Mm-hmm. I mean, a, a 424 is a 245K. That's a good workout. Yeah, I think you have yeah, a chance I had... to. I think you have a chance to win the sun run for sure. All right, so uh, race week comes up, and yeah. obviously the lead up to the race. Are you checking? Uh, what's your what's kind of your thought process leading into a race? Are you the type of person that will like want to like 
go through the field to see who you're up against? Are you going yeah. over the course, like planning your attack, like strategizing? What is, what is, cause every athlete's different. Some athletes just show up and run. Right. Yeah, I, like, had, I, used, I used to like meticulously go through and be like, this guy, this guy, this, you know, like, so what, what did you, uh, I actually, your I, I, I didn't look too, too much into the, the start list. Um, I'm personally, I knew I had heard like that there was, um, I, someone kept saying like telling me that there's like this really fast american there so actually i like uh gerald gerald mock yeah yeah he who i up. thought yeah. I, who i thought was a different guy in the <laughs> race completely because which is terrible but um uh i had asked i had asked uh just some people that had run it before just like how they like what they found how they found the course mm-hmm. um and i think rachel told me uh, it was rachel cliff that kind of treated as like two different races like the first like just r- after the after you kind of climb up the set the canby street bridge um the kind of the second no oh, sorry the broad street bridge, Berard, the, Berard the, at 5K. Berard, yeah, yeah that kind of just get a nice little hill there and it just separates i think yep the contenders and and the fakers i guess but yeah um, the first k and a half is just just whipped downhill yeah yeah i knew i i heard someone yell the first k for um like I actually wasn't feeling on the day. I wasn't feeling very good at all. I remember in the warm up, and then that first K was like, felt so smooth and so easy. And actually, I was shocked that they said that. And then I was like, okay, this is going to be a good day. But, um, but yeah, heading into it, I I hadn't really looked at anything. Rich again just kind of said, um, not to not to um, not to settle. I guess yeah. like. Um, he just told me yeah, not to settle. And I kind of had that in my head, even the last little bit, not to settle. Like, oh, because sometimes I think I can kind of get like complacent perhaps and like, oh, I'm in second. This is fine. I'm yeah. happy with this. But um, yeah, I guess that day I didn't want to settle. So the plan was just to go and, and, and race, right? Just, yeah. Just go yeah. and just put yourself in the race. You know, you're fit and you yeah. just got to, you just got to give yourself a shot essentially. Yeah. Right. If you're, yeah. if you're, if you're not there at 7k, you're not going to be there at 10k. No, um, totally. So. Um, and I so knew yeah. the sorry. Keep going. No, carry on. Carry on. And I knew that I I loved like a little downhill finish too. So I knew um, I could just let the legs kind of roll on that on that downhill. So um, I was actually I was like just licking my chops that last like four hundred meters, um, knowing it was like just coming off the, the yeah. Tammy Street Bridge, just like just rolling. But yeah. yeah. So so race day comes. Obviously, there's forty thousand people. Yeah. Uh, take the Sky Train over. How'd you get over? Uh, Lindsay actually dropped me off. What a hero. Um, I know. What a hero. Yeah. yeah, she dropped me off. And then she was also biking around the whole time too, which but I don't know if I ever noticed her until like the very end. But um It's probably okay. Yeah. <laughs> you're, yeah. Kind of, you're kind of focused. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, she uh yeah, she dropped me off. Um and then like that's probably that's sad to say, but that was probably the first time I'd been like to see the start. So I had like I had no idea. Like it was just crazy how the whole i just love the whole city shuts down for this this one one race so it's it's so cool it's and it's a brilliant start because it's wide like you have you have room right it's it's yeah. all of you're coming down all of i think it's georgia yeah you're coming down georgia and then so i was just thousands and thousands of people were getting ready doing your strides taking a look see who's around yeah. uh, what, what shoes did you race in yeah uh, this is the pre vaporfly era still i think 
I was in the I had a, pa- I had, I had a pair of vapor flies. Oh, jeez. Never yeah, mind. I, I was wearing vapor flies. <laughs> you ran, you ran solid that day too. You ran like, uh, uh, 29, 2947. Jeez. Cause I had vapor flies. Jeez. Cause the year before I went 30. Oh one. So I was yes. like, I, I, I was like, I just want to get, I just want to get under 30 minutes one more time before I die. Yeah. So oh, anyways, that was, that I was, I was, I was, I was, I was just a passenger there. So you wore the Adidas, the Adios or Adios or Adios. That's a good shoe. That's yeah. a really good shoe. I like that shoe a lot. Yeah. And I'm a sucker. I think like yourself for the, the white racing flats. Make so feel fast, man. yeah, I think any companies listening out there, just, just stick to the white racing flats. Just make a white racing shoe. Did you pick up your uh, Adios from Rackets and Runners? Um, I did. Yeah, I ordered them. Uh, ordered them in. We actually don't stock them, but uh, I was able to order them in. So. And if people need running shoes now, they can go to Rackets and Runners. Correct. Yeah, curbside pickup or uh, phone dial a style uh, is another one. Uh, All right. Yeah. There. There we go. There we we put your plug in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so anyway you lace up you lace up your adios your white adios yeah. the gun goes and like you're saying during your warm-up um so now it's kind of, it's kind of felt like crap. yeah, yeah. it's felt weird like, like it's like i've had like i think every runner is like the warm-up like you feel crap you're like okay that's okay yeah. i'll feel good in the race like just you, yeah. you you run a rough you run enough races you have you got to go through all like the like i've had times that felt amazing in the warm-up in the race comes you feel like you know it's like so it's like when the gun goes off it's a, it's you clean the slate yeah you got a clear canvas and, and you go so the gun goes off we just go barreling down georgia yeah um what are your initial thoughts uh first kilometer yeah like just how uh well i, I just kind of remember just taking it in like it was just so yeah so um yeah it was just such a, a cool moment but also um i i was just kind of really trying to pay attention to who was going to go and who like what moves were being made because i i feel like sometimes people can just kind of make that separation right off, the, off the first k and then you never see them again so i kind of didn't want that to happen but also didn't um want to go too too hard but um uh i actually that was part of the course i didn't really look too closely at was this like the start and kind of meandering Mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. past a lot kind of a long lost lagoon there so i actually i kind of forgot where we were supposed to go left so i was just kind of <laughs> along for the ride to be honest yeah that 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 west end part's a little bit weird even yeah. like i i couldn't i couldn't recreate it if someone yeah. was like if someone was like go and run the sun run right now i would get lost in the west end and i'm yeah. like, in, in stanley park they got crap. i know yeah screwed up. so obviously the, so we hit kilometer one you hit kilometer two you're in the west end and then you kind of come out around um um english bay area yeah all right so when did you when did you like obviously you never really settled but yeah w- when did you like kind of find your groove and find your kind of comfort comfortably no or whatever right like yeah, so, yeah well, around 3k what were, what were your feelings at 3k i i was actually feeling pretty good then i even remember you i think you took the lead uh did you take the lead at that point or you, you like pushed so- sounds like something i'd do you you kind of like you you were definitely there i remember i vividly have images of you there um and then there was those two um running room guys yeah um that were up there and i was just i honestly was trying to look for this because i knew this gerald the gerald mock um was like he had run like twenty eight thirty, and yeah. i was fully expecting him to kind of like be the pushing the pace or, or yep. you know be the one to kind of beat so i was kind of keying off seeing where he was 
and uh, I, I didn't know what he had looked like. So it was kind of a, kind of like, I was just kind of waiting for someone to go. Um, so a bit, bit in cat and mouse there, but um, I didn't feel, I didn't feel the, the, so after the, so yeah, you come along English Bay, felt great. Um, and then, uh, and that little hill is a stein, like puts a little sting in the legs. When you head up toward, when you hang that left up, yeah. uh, up, up Hor, Hornby. Or yeah half. hornby yeah you go you go up hornby yeah and that's yeah. a stinger of a hill oh yeah. and then the next kilometer from kilometer like four and a half to five and a half it's from the bottom all the yeah. way to the top of broad hill and that's what you're saying that's where separation usually happens so yeah. at that point in the race the pack was yourself gerald was in there because gerald went to Colorado City. my yeah. my alma mater so i knew who he was and he he ran 210 in, in Chicago. and then he and then he ran and then he ran 210 afterwards yeah he's a legit runner yeah um hoffbauer was in there mm-hmm. also uh, a 210 guy Jeez. also did he go? Yeah, freaking. Did he went two and nine, right? Did he go two nine? Two and nine, yeah. Anyways, vapor flies. Fast. Um, and, and then uh, Travigliani, tra, tra, yeah, great runner. Um, he yeah. comes and smashes the sun run every year. Yeah. Um, and then there was the 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 running room guys, right? Yes. Uh, Sir Aaron and Aaron and um, I can't remember the other gentleman's name, but was Camugo last year? Yeah. That guy's that a bit right. That guy's a bit of a knob. Um. Anyways, so there, that's the group, right? And then we hit the 5K. Yeah. And uh, my, thing, my thing was all like, I just got to make sure I'm on pace going to 29. Like, I wasn't like – but anyway, so it was, it was fun, though, because we did yeah. – we had a really strong pack, right? So, like yeah. you say, you separate the race down to two. So, coming up that hill, did that hill put junk in your legs? When we're coming on the backside of the hill where you're, we're trying to recover, we're trying to push. So, halfway through the race, I mean, at this point, you're already – you're starting to feel the effort. Mm-hmm. What's going through your head? What's going through your legs? Yeah, I felt actually really good coming up the hill and and recovering. Like I felt compared to how I was moving compared to the rest of the guys in the pack, I felt like I was moving more uh, more easily, I guess, um, especially up that hill. But the part of the race I got really that mentally maybe was a a drag was after yeah definitely after maybe from six to seven mm-hmm. six to eight k was like just kind of like oh we still got 4k to go like i'm kind of like hey when if someone made a move here i don't know if i'd be able to respond and it just kind of that was a mentally a tough a tough part of the race for me um but i just kind of tried to break it up and like hey just stay stay with them from here to here stay with them to here to here um is that how you mentally process that and being like it's because it's a long it's a long ass straight away yeah there's a there's a challenging little climb where you come up onto a, I think it's sixth or whatever. Yeah. And like coming under the, under the Granville bridge, there's a challenging little climb. So yeah. So how do you convince yourself to stay pushed at that point? Like, cause Rich says never settle, never settle. Cause as soon yeah. as like, as soon as like you let the group gap you. Yeah. And there's, if there's five of them and one of you, there's very little chance you're coming back. So what mm-hmm. chance, what, what did, what did you tell yourself? Um, I, I, I can't remember. I, I think I was just trying to, I mean, that's the thing. I, I don't think there was much thinking going on other than like, at the time I was like, this is uncomfortable. Um, but <laughs> like, there, I don't know if I had too much like mentally. Yeah. Like, yeah. Of a, like I, I think that's part of the, I was just like kind of really present and just, yeah, I, I'm not sure. I, I just, I do remember maybe trying to uh, stick it out for like, like find picking a spot in the road and maybe okay just stay with them till here and then you'll be able to stay with yep. them to here but i don't think i was saying too too much um 
in my head, I guess, beyond that. Yeah. But, At that um, point, it's kind of instinctual. Yeah. It was more like just, yeah, just keep flowing, keep, keep going. Um, yeah. All right. So then you hit AK. Uh, and then I feel like, I feel like yeah, in, 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 a, in a 10K, between 6 and 8K is awful. Mm. Because oh, yeah. you've, you've got 6K of hard-ass running in your legs. You still have 4K to go. It's pretty far. Yeah. So, like, between that, – that 2K sucks. So, you hit 8K. Yeah. There's still a pack. We're still all together. I think at yeah. this point there's six of us. Yeah. I know that because I came sixth. Uh, <laughs> but uh, there's, so, there's six of us. Uh, are you starting to start to plan your finish? Are you still holding on? Are you starting to – you know, like plan to win this thing? Like where, yeah. what's going on there? Yeah. I think in the last two Ks, like after I went through that, like negative period in my head and, and I got to, I think I saw there, I missed maybe a marker on seven K. And then I just like, by the time I like kind of snapped out of it again, I was, I saw an eight K mark and I'm like, wow, there's only two K to go and I'm still here and I feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that's where I like regained a bit of the, a bit of a confidence um that like i'm still feeling pretty fresh um and uh and i think trevor was the one to make a yep. move up the up the uh, camera street bridge and um i th- i think uh just yeah myself and heron uh the surma um kind of went with him or maybe a couple others went but i can only see trevor trevor like kind of put a little bit of a gap on us there um and i kind of felt like that was a big move maybe it was at like a K to go. Or yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. K. You're, you're coming up, you're coming up the, the ramp on the at like nine K. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's a, and it's a, it's a, it's a bit of a stinger. Yeah. Yeah. Especially that's, why, that's where I broke. I broke. Yeah. Like, I broke like a cheap something. Around it's, yeah. Yeah. It's, t- it's a, it's a tough little, uh, but a part of, part of the thing that kind of kept me going was I knew that there was a downhill that I, yeah. if I stayed in contact, I could, I could run away from uh, some of these guys. So um, and then, yeah, I came, I, I kind of covered a bit of Trevor's move and then it was just us three. Um, and, uh, and Trevor, I came up beside Trevor and Trevor like tapped me on the butt and said, go win this or go get, go win this. And then, um, and then I got really excited after that. Cause I thought he was saying it like, like, like let's, let's get a, get a Canadian to win it this year yeah. sort of thing. Um, and I think I, I went like, as soon as that happened and I felt really good and I felt like maybe he was, he was dying a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and then, yeah, I just, just went from there on and so rolled what's happened, home. And what's happened in those last hundred meters? I was, uh, well, first off I was worried because I didn't know where that other Surma guy went. I knew where Trevor <laughs> was and I was like, man, someone's going to sneak up on me and just like, so that's the thing I, 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 people kept like, I think a couple of people messaged me like, just why did you keep looking back? Like every like, you know, 50 meters there. I'm like, well, I didn't want to like, I knew I had a little bit more, but I didn't want anyone like kind of sneaking up and yeah. taking, stealing the thunder. Um, but yeah, Trevor stayed on me the whole time and we kind of had a good little, good little sprint finish. Um, and, uh, and it was, yeah, so cool. Like so surreal uh, crossing that finish line. And um and it was so cool to have like my mom and my sister and my and and Lindsay were all at the finish line and uh like those moments are yeah something i'll never never forget um and uh yeah it's just really special so yeah 
Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, that's that's why we train, and that's what we do these races for, right? It's, yeah. it's for moments like these, and those moments like these will keep you pushing, keep so, you coming back to the track, you know. And it's you're in the middle of winter, and you're running the Palmer Loop. You're like, why am I? You're doing it. You're doing it so you can experience things like yeah, that. So I'm after the race, you. obviously, like you were the first male Vancouverite to win this race in a long, long time. Yeah, since '92, um, which I had no idea. Like, it kind of, and part of the, I think it got blown up because of that, and um beyond just like a canadian so i think phil no paul williams was the last the last vancouver right in 92 which coincidentally is the year i i was born so yeah 27 years it took for a local guy to win it um, that's pretty cool yeah it was uh really cool um yeah Jeez. so what's the what's the scene like for the next two hours of your life three hours of your life just celebrations and joy yeah i yeah and uh, yeah well at first i called right after the race i called rich because he was standing at 9k Mm -hmm. called rich i called my dad my dad was um so my dad he's probably never he's always he's never gonna let himself live this down but he he's like never missed any one of my races ever growing up right like and i think this last year this time he had like a one of his buddies had a, a weekend get getaway or something yeah. and um and i kind of had decided to do the sun run kind of last minute so or so and so he was kicking himself so i'm calling him after the race telling him what happened and he, i could tell he was bawling um and so that was like sad but also like really special and um um uh, but uh but yeah after the race i i what do we do we went to brunch the, the the athlete they have like a little oh yeah the athletes brunch. athlete yeah. athlete brunch um and uh what did i do after and then Lindsay and i basically came home and i had a couple beers and i can't remember what we did i tried not to look at my phone like because that was something i didn't expect was the uh, like the people not even not only just the running community but like because it's the sun run it was like went beyond like people I went yeah. to high school with that I hadn't yeah. chatted to in years were reaching out to me or, or tagging me and um yeah so I was just trying to soak it in I think I actually think I think that afternoon I had a bath and I had some beers in the bathtub with some Epsom salts it was that's why I, I love road races because you like you have like the sometimes with track it's so annoying you just waste the whole day yeah. when your race is at 10 o'clock at night you know, road races, you're done by like nine, 10 and you're good to go. You get enjoy the outdoors and yeah. yeah. And, and you just day drink. Yeah. Like some, some of the, some of the best days are just after like after road races. Like yeah. You like next thing you know, it's eight o'clock at night and you're still like in your gear and you're like, yeah. I should really go home and go to yeah. bed. I'm going to be sore tomorrow. Yeah. I think I had a couple, yeah, we had, I had, we had some friends over that night too. Um, yeah, it was uh, and just celebrated and nice. It's just a wonderful feeling. It's just, yeah. it's just, it's just to go out there and actually achieve something you, at some point, didn't think possible. Yeah, yeah. Totally. I mean, it's just like wow, everything I did is is worth it for sure. Yeah, and it's one of those things too with running. It's like unless you make the Olympics or I think maybe the marathon, people would understand. Like, there's never a, uh, like it almost validates a bit of mm-hmm. or, or credit gives a bit of adds a bit more credibility than than like oh, oh what are you wasting your time running still like yeah it's um 
yeah, it helped a lot with that, I guess. But you uh, need results. You need the results. Yeah. Both. Yeah. yeah just. Yeah. Just justify what's going on. Mm-hmm. So obviously you win the sun run, and then and where do you go from there? What's 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 next? What was the rest of your year like? Oh, um, got after the track. Um, uh, got uh, got a couple of fast five k's. I felt like I still. Like I, I was doing a couple workouts that I was a lot fitter than what my results yeah. came out to be, but you kind of all, all the stars um, needed to align, I think. But um, yeah, where'd you go to, in the five k last year? Thirteen forty six. Okay, yeah, you can go much faster than that. Yeah, yeah. You should, and, be, you should be running like thirteen twenty eight by now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, I don't. That's, I don't. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah, no, I I think I, there was workouts that definitely were like, okay, I think I can run thirteen thirties. Yeah. Um, I just yeah never, just got to do it. Um, I've run thirteen forty, and you are way better than I am at the track. <laughs> go run, go run, go run thirteen twenty eight. Yeah. And then run twenty seven forty. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, how hard? How hard could it be? Yeah. Oh man. So yeah, I mean that was obviously. So would you say that's the biggest victory of your career? Oh yeah, definitely. Nice. The, yeah, yeah. It's, and now it's you get end- to be now you get to be the reigning champion for two years. I know that's actually what my dad texts me. But obviously, well, no one takes this out of Nate poor context, but. Yeah, he's like, you know, this COVID, you know, the good thing coming out of it is you get to be the reigning champ for another year, but... Silver linings, um, man. <laughs> silver linings. You need some silver linings. Yeah. Will you go, will you go back next year? Um, I, yeah, I think Depends so. Depends what I, the schedule looks like, right? Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I'd like to. This year was kind of tough because I, I, um, I wasn't sure 100% just because you have a, such a short window to try and run or try and chase an Olympic standard on mm-hmm. might not have been the best idea to be doing a bunch of road races, but yeah, um, definitely. Especially with uh, Rich. Coach Rich is very, uh, he's very on with that stuff, right? He's like, here's what you want to do, but here's what you got to do, right? Yes. You got to go to Stanford. You got to go to Flagstaff. You got to do this if you want to. Yeah. Very high performance. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then, uh, yeah, I went, did a little Europe tour last, uh, last summer, um, with, the, with the gang and yeah, but, uh, when we'll you were racing, when you were racing in Europe, did they announce and the sun run champion <laughs> Canada, Justin no. Kent. no, no, uh, it, unfortunately the, those powers are only useful in Vancouver or BC. <laughs> well, good thing you live here, man. Yeah. Because I mean, I was, it was huge and it was great. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you know people, people who I just knew through the running, like, do you know this guy? Do you know this guy? I was like, Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I'm way better than him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was, you know. No. And obviously if you, if you're in Vancouver and you drive by uh, a four runners, you're likely to see Justin in one of his, <laughs> in one of his ad campaigns plastered yeah. on the wall. So, you know, yeah. well, runner, I, part-time model. That I think kind of in hindsight, I didn't really know, what I was signing up for well perhaps you didn't too with that new balance mm-hmm. I feel like it kind of shot me in the foot after that with <laughs> like with sponsorships because people assumed I was with new balance that's a good point because yeah. you are you were their literal poster boy yeah for the yeah. last little while yeah. so are you are you are you sponsored these days are you you're kind of rackets and runners supporting you and uh, yeah yeah they've been like they've been really good rackets runners to me for the last like seven or eight years making sure that I don't go uh yeah don't go without shoes or 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 flexible income for that matter or yeah yeah Um, as a runner you need running shoes you need you need to get to races yeah 
everything else is yeah gravy yeah so it was really cool that i was even able to wear their singlet or a singlet with racks runners on mm-hmm. it crossing mm-hmm. the line there so um yeah yeah Wicked. yeah well thank you for taking the time to go down memory lane thank you uh, that was you know it, that was really cool i think everyone in the vancouver running community was super excited to not only have a Vancouverite win, but like everyone likes you. So yeah, you're, you're appreciate good dude. It. Thank so, you. Uh, you know, congrats again on that, on that victory. It was fun to relive it. Cause that was an okay. I was, I look back on the day with fond memories also just yeah. my, my epic sixth place. Man, 2947. It was, it was the shoes. It was all the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> just when you run with springs on your feet, you go a little bit quicker. Um, I, I feel like you're the one of the few though. I don't know. I'm not sure. I didn't look at what other people, that's the thing. I didn't look at what other people were in back then. No, you know what? In that, in that lead pack, because Hoff would have had uh, new balance. Uh, yeah. Tre- Trevigliani would have had Saucony. You had uh, Adi, Adios. Um, I mm-hmm. think Mock had Adios also. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a pair of sweet ass white vapor flies that Dylan Ooh. picked up for me in Boston. I just, uh, again, Ooh. was white. Like yeah. Dylan, like sent me a, Dylan was in Boston. He sent me a picture. like, check these out. I was like, buy those for me, please. <laughs> <laughs> He's like $300. I was like, buy those for me now. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So I might've been the only one in that lead pack to have those shoes. I still couldn't win the damn thing. All right. Well, I'll see you on the start line next year. Yeah. See what we can do. Yeah. yeah, buddy. Well, thank you so much. Do you have any parting words, any shout outs? Where do we follow you on your, on your social media? At, uh, at J Kent underscore at uh, Instagram. I'm on Twitter, but I, I'm not as uh, you're not active. Not not as active. I'm more just there to retweet uh, anything related to Lindsay and pump her tires a bit. Um. <laughs> you are. You're also you're also social media or or hype man, hype beast. Yes, hype, <laughs> hype man for Lindsay. Yeah, um, yeah, but mostly on Instagram. And uh, if you want to follow my dad, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he pumps my tires. <laughs> and now we're here today to pump your tires buddy yeah thank you all right dude well thank you so much for taking the time no, and uh, i hope to hope to see you in person again soon i know or i'll see you in passing on a run perhaps that would be nice we'll give all each right, other man. the nod yeah yes yes all right. cheers boss all right take care see you. i'm gonna pause this